0: is the e-commerce coffee break the podcast dedicated to shopify store owners who want to optimize their business for maximum conversions and revenue
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce coffee break. Today we want to talk about personalized marketing. So a big topic in the scene in the niche right now and makes total sense. So and as a guest today I have with me Casey Hill. He is the head of growth at bonjoro.com. Casey is a growth veteran uh, with over a decade of experience in helping software companies scale fast. At Bonjoro, Casey helps brands convert more sales and return more customers with video emails. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Hi, Casey. How are you today?
0: I'm doing phenomenal. How are you?
1: Yeah, no complaints on my side. Casey, give me a bit of a background where you're coming from, sort of a bit of a, yeah, just a rundown who you are, what you do.
0: Yeah, for sure. So for the last 10 years, I've kind of been in a couple different roles. So I've worked in a lot of software companies, um, basically working with small businesses, both e-commerce businesses, as well as professional services and a handful of other industries. Um, I've worked primarily in like sales and marketing capacities within those roles. So kind of a lot of both demand gen, as well as kind of conversion side in those worlds. Um, And I also, while working in those various roles in the software world, I've also dabbled quite a bit in the e-commerce space myself personally. So in 2018, we launched a, um, a company called HGC that 800% kickstarted our first product called Archon, which we got out. We've sold about 4,000 copies of that now worldwide, which is pretty cool. Um, and I've also consulted and worked with a lot of e-commerce businesses um, in various niches all over the world. Um, and so it's been it's been a fun ride.
1: Okay. It's always good to talk to someone who is in the trenches of e-commerce with all the Everything that comes with it, the good and the bad and the ugly. <laughs> yes. So obviously, we're talking about personalized marketing. And um, that's something that a lot of businesses look into right now. I mean, just sending out um, emails to a, a massive um, anonymous group without any personalization. By now, everyone knows that doesn't really work anymore. You will just end up in the inbox. No one will open or read your emails because it's not personalized. Now, also the other thing is video, and that's what we're going to talk about. Is um, taking more and more over the communication channels, specifically when it comes to um, e-commerce, to customer support, and all of these things. So, sure. give me a bit of a background. Um, where is your idea? Where you're coming from when it comes to sort of solutions with video emails?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I first want to say that you know, a, a thought comes to mind. I was recently listening to Shopify. Shopify noted that. On average, the top 1% of customers spend 18x what the median does. And so I think that's a pretty stark stat they just published out there. And it kind of brings in this thing of how do we create more customer lifetime value within our bases? I think that's really the shift that I see happening in the e-commerce world right now is shifting more towards that. So personalization and personal video is one you know, a channel of that personalization that you can equip is actually, I think, really exciting for e-commerce because it's pretty new. There's actually very few, there. e-commerce is one of the industries that I'd say it has very low adoption of this channel right now. And so it makes you stand out that much more to have that personal touch and start on that relationship building side. And I think there's a little bit of a retooling of our mindset because from a lot of the e-commerce companies I work with, we're kind of brought up to think in almost a very transactional sense, spend X dollars of ad spend, you know, what is my cost per acquisition? And you're looking very carefully at that but people often aren't looking as carefully at that customer lifetime value. What are they gonna spend over the lifetime? And and not only their total spend with you, but also their advocacy. That's another really important thing for us to consider too. We live in a world now driven by customer proof, driven by customer reviews. So if you suddenly get half your customers to now leave you a review, that's powerful. And so I think video, just to speak on it really quickly, I think that there's things that we can't do on any other medium. There's body language, there's tone. And there's this level of kind of human um, connectivity that happens when you buy from a store. You see an actual person who calls you out by name, says, hey, Casey, thank you so much for purchasing the so-and-so. We're excited to have you as part of our community. Suddenly, that feels like a very unique and different experience to what people are used to in e-commerce. And I think it gets you a little bit out of that rat race of like, you know, fighting to the bottom on prices with all these other vendors who are doing similar stuff. And you're going against Amazon that has razor thin margins. And you're saying, hey, people are going to come back to me because there's actually some sort of relationship that I'm working at trying to develop. And so I think that's a little bit where the magic happens.
1: I agree. Yeah. So I see a lot of stores on, on a daily basis and specifically small and medium businesses, they sort of try to copy what the big corporates do. So they want to give themselves like the corporate design and language and all of this. And I think they're completely lose out on the really the strengths they have, the personal touch they can contribute, which Amazon obviously can't do or other huge sites. So, yeah. and going in this, and you already mentioned this video reviews, that's something that came up a while ago, um, definitely works. User generated content on, on that side, definitely something that works. Now going one step further and bringing video to the customer communication. I think that's, that's, that's a good step. Um, specifically what I think for small and medium businesses where there is an owner or where there is a face to the brand, to the company um, to use that, or even on a customer support level. So what are you doing there? How do you help with that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so I'll give you a couple examples. So um, like the company I work for, Bonjoro, basically hooks into like your point of sale, for example. So let's say that someone buys on Shopify based on buying on Shopify, that owner or whoever you want to be doing the video basically something pops up and they can click and record a video and do that interaction right there and essentially do that welcome and create that personal touch point off the bat. So I think the first thing I think is if you can have a personal video that hits someone right at that first point of contact, whether it's a purchase or even whether it's an opt-in, right? Some people have kind of a funnel style approach depending on your business, but that I think is really powerful and compelling. And in that, I always encourage people to, you know, number one, if possible, showcase the product right? It's a really cool experience. We've seen a handful of people, like you buy a pair of shoes, someone pops up and they just have a couple of the sample products on the side. And they're like, this pair of shoes is coming for you. Like people are like, whoa, what the heck? Like, again, they've never seen anything like it. And I think it's exciting and people, you know, it helps build anticipation, right? Then I also see people using it maybe, you know, five, 10 days after someone's received a product. That's when you come in and ask for that review. You start to kind of build that loyalty. And the first person's like, oh, that's really cool. and much more likely to respond. And then after that, there's also this really cool opportunity to kind of use the upsell mechanism. Now, not in a very direct salesy way where you pop on and say like, hey, there's this new thing, go buy it, which is how I think a lot of times emails come across, but referencing what they've done before. So saying, hey, you know, I know that you're into XYZ type of shoes because you know what they bought before. Just wanted to let you know that we have this really awesome new line that we're dropping next week. Now it feels like it's very concierge, like you're letting them in first. It's a totally different dynamic. Um, and I think that can be really powerful.
1: Yeah, I think it's what you said. It's, it's concierge service. It's, it's white glove service. And also I like that it comes after the first contact sort of. It's not like you go into a department store and then um, a sales guy comes running up to you and you try to dodge them and it's like, no, I'm not interested in just browsing whatsoever. It's, it's already when you make... A sort of commitment already. And then yeah. you get this kind of personal touch to it with, with a person. And I think specifically in times of pandemics, as we are in there right now, is like, um, the people are sort of really looking for to have a, a human being on the other side. Um, yeah. What kind of risks are involved? What do you see? Is it um, from a technical side or from a manpower side? Or what, what does somebody need to keep in mind when they are thinking about this kind of personalization level for their business?
0: Yeah. So I think that probably I would say from a manpower side, from a technical side, we won't go down this rabbit hole, but my background is also in deliverability. I do a lot of consultations around helping people optimize open rates. Sometimes people are worried about that. They're like, well, are are these going to like automatically go to alternative folders or whatever? We average across thousands and thousands of clients a 62% open rate, which is phenomenal, right? That's like 3X what the average is in industry. So opens are actually quite strong and that's because it's being relayed as a one-to-one message. It's not treated as bulk mail which is what often catches things in things like promotions. Mm-hmm. But the challenge or the pitfall that people worry about oftentimes is like time commitment, right? And yeah, it does take time to come in here and record videos. Um, one of the things we try to do is make that as simple as possible by having it be an automatic connection. But regardless, like, yeah, you're going to make a commitment of when you're starting, it's probably going to be like a minute to two minutes per individual interaction. Now, a couple choices you have, like, I think once you get fluid with it, people can often work pretty fast. So I do 30 videos every single day, like six days a week. um, And they only take me usually like 20, 25 seconds per video. Um, And that's with a personal, like I'll, I'll be able to see, because we pull attributes in from your point of sale, I'll be able to see um, their industry and logistics for them. So I don't have to go anywhere else. I just see that task and I go and record. Um, But I think it does take a bit of time when you're first starting, you're kind of getting used to being behind a camera and recording. My biggest advice to people is to accept imperfection in that context. So oftentimes, one of the things that becomes most time intensive is with video is people are like, oh, well, does my hair look right? Or, oh, I kind of stumbled on my words a little bit with that. Or, oh, my kid ran in the room. And one of the things I tell people, because I've been behind the hood of so many power users. I say, accept imperfection. The best videos are the ones where your kid kind of interrupts in the middle of the video and you keep rolling because the whole thing about personal video is to be relatable. I think this is a really important concept I want everyone to walk away with. Video that's produced is often what I call aspirational, meaning you create this really, it's like, oh, I want to aspire to do that. Whereas personal video is all about relatability. The focus is fundamentally different. So you being human and having those human moments where a kid walks in or you get distracted or a car horn honks or you're doing the video while you're walking outside because you're recording on your phone, those are great. Those make you more relatable. And now a person feels like they're buying from another person, right? Instead of just some like anonymous entity out there. And so I think that's kind of the antidote to it. And the other thing I'll say is I'm a big fan. I'm a very quantitative person. So I'm a big fan of data. So one of the things I recommend, anything you're going to try, this approach or anything else in your in your business, know what your baseline stats are know what your customer lifetime value is, your return purchase, how long it takes the average person to buy again, how many people leave reviews. And then you can go into this with kind of a a quantitative mind of saying, okay, what if I did half of my stuff exactly like I'm doing it right now? And what if I tried to create a personal engagement with the other half? And then let me look two, three months down and look at all those metrics and see what that changes, right? And keep track of your time. Say, okay, I spent 12 hours total during this time period doing these videos and here's the actual end result. And I think that If you come at it with that mindset, um, then it's very straight. It becomes a math equation, right? We sold $12,000 more worth of product. We spent X amount of time. Is that worth it? Yes or no?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's, it's a massive trust building element, to be honest, and specifically when you say it's like, it's not a perfect video, um, you're sitting, I don't know, in your business, in your warehouse, or I don't know, so people can see it's a real business, there's people there, something is happening, that's not a scam. Um, a lot of people <laughs> are really, really careful nowadays with all the AliExpress dropshipping that happened in the last 10 years. So, and if they can really see, it's like, okay, this is the business owner. There's somebody really sitting there and doing the work and not talking to me. That's a massive trust building element there. So, and I think the time um, investment is is not too bad. As you said, you get quicker over time. And um, obviously you need to be, willing to put your face out there. And that might be, I think, a bit of a hurdle for a lot of people in the beginning. A lot of people do not really want to do that. Um, some of people are just love that, but a lot of people I know, they're sort of, no, not really. It's not me. I don't want to do that and whatsoever. So what kind of information would you put in such a video? So let's say somebody has ordered, how deep would you go into personalization?
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of it depends on how much info you have, right? So that's a common question. People say like, how long should my video be? Or ask some of those logistics. And my first comment and response is, well, how much information do you gather? Right? So if you know, for instance, their name and what they buy, then awesome. That's something you can talk about. You can give them some personal thing of, oh, yeah, my cousin just got one of these and he loves it for, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so that's kind of up to you and how much information and context you have. The more information that you gather, the more that you can really lean into that. Um, but I think as much as possible, kind of falling into your natural element, being authentic, just having fun with it, right? Call out the weather if you want, call out like, you know, whatever your style is. I tell people, if you're extroverted, have that come across. But if you're introverted, that's okay too, right? Like don't try to be some other style for it because people will see that. The whole thing, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. It's all about trust. That's fundamentally what it is. Trust and also a sign that you're important enough. That I'm gonna take time out of my day to interact with you. That's super important. I tell people, look, whether it's video or whether it's a personal card you write or whatever it is, the whole idea is you're important enough that I'm taking time on my day. So, so part of almost the time investment is the signal that you're trying to deliver as a business that, hey, we're trying to do things a little bit differently here. We have a different way. We're not just like some, you know, race to the bottom on price kind of thing like we talked about. Um, so that's what I'd say. And I, I just wanna share on the, on the feeling scared of camera, I just did a case study interview that I love. 82 year old woman, and you guys can find this by going onto her blog. And she told me, she was like, I was petrified, like, there was no way I was gonna do video. Um, and she started to, she said, I forget what it, I'd have to check you. I think she sent like five videos. And someone wrote back to her and was like, This is so amazing. I've never gotten anything. And that was her hook. And she got that one response. And now she's sitting with me doing a case study and she sent hundreds of videos. And it's been like this awesome thing for her. But I thought that was so cool. And it just shows the power of like, one person just being so excited and saying like, I've never seen anything, this is so cool and that can change people. So I think part of it is, even if it's a little uncomfortable, give it a test, give it a shot. Just so, you know, you don't have to do something crazy. It doesn't have to be 10 hours of your time. Spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes, give this a shot and see how people receive it. Cause I think that warmth can be really encouraging.
1: Yeah, imperfection is the key there. So obviously email is only one channel, communication channel. What other kind of channels do you support with your solution?
0: Yeah, so we'll give you the open link. So whenever you send a video, we'll give you the ability to grab that open link. And with that open link, you can actually kind of send it wherever you want. So if you want to send it as a text message, you can. If you want to have that be something that you post to someone on a social channel, you can, WhatsApp, LinkedIn, wherever you'd like. Um, So you have a handful of kind of different options around where you use that link. We're actually, this is not in the system, our system yet, but we're also looking at on-site web delivery as a next step. So that's going to be pretty cool. So what that means is someone buys from you, you send them a video if they don't open it then if that person goes back to your website to check out like your about page or something else we'll actually have that video pop on there and say hey casey recorded you a video so that'll be another channel we're we're very conscious of realizing that email in 10 years might not be the major way of communication right like technology is changing fast and so the core thing is all about the messaging and is and the actual distribution we see that as something that's going to continue to evolve and change as as we go forward.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of markets where email is not the first choice anymore. WhatsApp, for yeah. instance, taken over in a lot of countries. And yeah. um, that's where people want to buy and get the information about their purchase. Give me a real, you talk about a case study. Give me a real um, life example on how somebody would implement this into their business, just that somebody gets an idea.
0: Yeah, totally. So a really simple example is, let's say that you use Shopify because that's one of the most common ways to take payments. So you basically say, hey, I want to connect my Shopify with Bonjoro. You had a bondoro account. You plug it into Shopify. Whenever someone purchases, it'll pop up a task on your computer or your phone and you could just click and record and say, hey, thank you so-and-so so much for buying item X, right? And that basically would be like, that's the simplest example, right? As I, as I noted, so the personal thank you right off the bat And with that, I always encourage people, like invite them to join your Facebook community or invite them to have some sort of deeper interaction because you want to use that emotional time you're spending to maximize impact. But I think that's the most common of all of our e-commerce users. The most common is that first interaction. Um, And then beyond that, as we talked about, there's reviews and there's upselling and there's all sorts of different things you can do. But I think if you're looking to start simple, right? And then the key is connect it to your store, so that it's simple and it's easy for you to actually do the recording process. I think that's important because again, you wanna reduce friction. Anytime you're gonna try something new, you want it to be as seamless as possible because we're all very busy. Um, So I think that's step one. And then just start with those basic thank yous and engagements and kind of getting people more connected and involved. I think that's where I would personally kick things off. right? And a lot of the case studies that I read around people increasing customer lifetime value, increasing repeat purchases, they often are starting from that use case, that exact use case, which is that personal touch point directly post-purchase. So if someone's thinking about trying out video, that's where I would kick things off for them.
1: So basically, look into the automation of flows you already have, and then sort of slot it in there where it makes sense. And other than that, become creative in using it. Is that in a nutshell? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think first first touch point is is my favorite starting use case, and I, I noted this earlier. But re- to reiterate, first touch point can be whenever that person comes into your flow. So that could be purchased. But if you run an opt-in funnel and you're the way that you do business is you kind of bring people in, you get them interested, and then you sell them, then have that bonjour then be at first opt-in, right? Right when they opt-in, then you hit them. Because the whole idea is to kind of set the tone that you're a personal human brand, right? That this is the individual that's behind this brand. And and that, I think, is is a really powerful and compelling um, way to kind of set the stage with people.
1: Okay. You already said that um, you're integrating with Shopify. Any other kind of integrations that you support?
0: So we have lots of people that use Clavio uh, and a handful of others um, WooCommerce, Magenta. We have people that use all sorts of things. Shopify is the only one for us personally that we have a native integration, but people are welcome to use something called Zapier to connect in any of the others. I think we, we have uh, well over 100 people that use um, like the Clavio Zap. I'd have to look at the exact numbers, but. So basically, that's an option too. Zapier, for anyone who's not familiar with that, guys, is is the largest connecting platform um, out there right now. So it basically makes platforms talk to each other without code is the simple way of saying
1: it. If you're Uh, using Zapier, then you basically you can connect to pretty much everything out
0: there. (laughs) Yeah. Anything that has an open API, you can connect in with it.
1: Right. Okay. Final tip, golden nugget that you want to give to the listeners?
0: Yeah. The final thing I would just say is... I really strongly believe that the message is the most important part. So we talked today about video and obviously I'm passionate and I like video, but I always tell people beyond that, whether it's a phone call or a personal card or any kind of mechanism, just think about that core message. And the reason I emphasize that is because sometimes people start thinking too, uh, like transactionally. So maybe they even try video, but it's like very like, hi, Bob, thank you so much for buying. We're excited to have you part of the community. And then they come back and they say, Casey, I didn't get results with video right? And I'm like, it's the message, you know, whatever message you do, whatever channel you use to deliver it, you need to lean into that. You need to lean into being personal, to genuinely showing that excitement, having that person, you know, you're excited to have them as part of the community. And so if I can give any advice to people, I'd say that when you try personalization, try to the best of your ability to get off the script. I understand when you first start out, maybe you have to have the script to help for for a quick second, but as soon as you can ditch the script, because I promise you that once you ditch the script, you'll get better results. Um, so that would be my, my major takeaway message for people.
1: Okay. So just practice and you get better over time. Uh, I would love to see outages, uh, outtakes of people who are <laughs> trying to get their videos done. So maybe that's something for a blog post. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Where can people find out more about the solution?
0: Yeah, you can go just to bonjour.com. So it's B-O-N-J-O-R-O.com. Um, and I can give you a link um, to include in the show notes as well, if that's helpful for people. But yeah, just bonjoro.com if you want to check out um, the solution.
1: Okay, we'll definitely do that. Cool. Thank-, thank you, Casey. That was very insightful. I think it's the way to go and definitely worth trying out. And I think really for small and medium businesses, um, that's a very good way to um, build up trust with their customers. Thanks so much for your time.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Have a great day.
0: Okay, cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Hey Klaus here. If you're a Shopify store owner and you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed and not sure what to do next to grow your business, you struggle to convert traffic into sales or turn website visitors into buyers, and you want to like have direct access to a mentor who can assist you with your store, strategy, offer, marketing, sales and anything else you need, then I would like to invite you to apply for my Get Conversions program where I show you how to remove the guest work out of growing your Shopify business and create clarity to optimize your business for maximal growth and profit. It's a application-only program. To apply, go to my website klauslauter.com to learn more. And finally, please do not forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And I would be grateful if you would leave a quick, honest rating and review over at Apple iTunes. It's a huge help and allows me to reach more people with the podcast. Thanks in advance and until next time at the e-commerce coffee break.